With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. My name is Terry Lynch. I'm with Oregon Ecology. Um, I found myself searching for a passageway one day. And that passageway leads right across the section of the Cascades, which I'm sitting in front of at the moment. On top of my peak. I want to make sure that everybody sees the type of things that we find in the process of research for I have located a couple that's sitting here on top of Lima Peak. She's facing south. She's facing north. The middle, Cascadia Guides, a Let's production, in conjunction with Alien Strand Films. I think what's important is that we have identified some very, very interesting anomalous um, type of aircraft, let's call them aircraft. Things that don't have um, any obvious flight surfaces, any obvious forms of propulsion, and maneuvering in ways um, that include extreme maneuverability beyond, uh, I would submit, the healthy G-forces of, uh, of a human or anything biological. Uh, hypersonic velocities, low observability, um, positive lift, again, seemingly in, in defying the laws of aerodynamics. Pilots in two different planes, one a Learjet, the other an American Airlines jet, reported seeing a mysterious object over Arizona last month, we have learned. The exchange with air traffic control sounded like something out of the Twilight Zone. Never said one pop the golf good. Yeah, there was anybody above us that passed us like 30 seconds ago? Never said one pop the golf negative. Okay. this. A UFO. Yeah. It's murdered 295. Yeah, something just passed over. It's uh, like a. Don't know what it was, but it's at least two, three thousand feet above us. So yeah, I passed right over the top of us. No one has figured out what it was. Other pilots did say they saw nothing. So these, there are many different races of what we call Nordics, and there are many different races of what we call Greys. And it's not all good, all bad. 
Club from Corpus Christi, Texas, and you're listening to the Alien Strand broadcast with Donald Ledesma, the best alien podcast out there on this side of the Milky Way. My next fight is February 18th at the American Bank Center from Corpus Christi, Texas, and you can find me on social media at Travis underscore 361 on Instagram. Keep your gloves up and radios up, and I'll see you there. everybody and welcome to another episode of alien strand podcast i'm your host donald desma and welcome to today's show yeah it's gonna be another good one of course it is it's always good you know when we're giving the information to you guys about you know ufology ufos around the world and you know, stories of the unknown, uh, you know, UFOs, uh, spiritual, Bigfoot, you know, uh, extraterrestrials, you know, we talk all about that here on Alien Strand. Now, today's podcast is going to be a pre-recorded, another one, uh, with Mr. Terry Lynch and Mr. Anibal Caballero and myself. So, uh, we have a, we had a live YouTube uh, session, of course, uh, and we've been doing that a lot lately on, on uh, YouTube. So, we have our YouTube we go on YouTube Live there. We go on Facebook Live. And we go on uh, a, a Twitch Live all at the same time. So, uh, you know, if you guys ever catch our live podcast, you can catch them there, you know, when they come up live. Just go to our Facebook page. And a lot of times I'll, I will put out a flyer that day or maybe a couple of days before the podcast. So that way you know that uh, it, it's coming up, right? It's coming up. So, uh, you know, and, and I just want to welcome everybody to Ufology and, and uh, Alien Strand Podcast. You know, if you, don't, don't forget to share. Share with all your friends. We're on 26, 27 platforms, you know, all over the world, you know, and people are just listening to us all the time, you know, uh, because we have a lot of interesting uh, things to say about ufology and, and about things of the unknown, and, and that's what we do. Now, uh, don't forget to catch our our documentary, The Middle, which you heard the commercial to at the beginning of this uh, this podcast today. Uh, we are now on Amazon Prime. So if you go to your Amazon Prime, uh, you know, you can just sign in there, look for The Middle, hit search. You'll pretty much find it under documentaries and science fiction. So you'll be able to find it in that category. Now, if it's not there yet in your country, it'll probably take a few more days or maybe a week before it jumps up there. So we're a lot of people are really enjoying the the, the documentary film that we did for the Alien Strand and Ledge Productions and uh, Mr. Terry Lynch and you know we we told a, an amazing story and and it's this is not just your regular you know documentaries that you're always used to seeing the same things over and over Roswell this and this you know this has a lot to do with a brand new find of geology that uh, that he found on top of a mountain something that's nobody's ever seen before so I was able to. Uh, to put it on film so that way you guys can see it for the very first time this is a brand new find it's nothing that anybody has ever seen before so this is a, an interesting uh, documentary uh, and it has a lot of stories of people and and, and their stories of, of uh, interacting with ufos okay so and it's a great great uh story uh it comes comes together very well, you know, and, and I just want you guys to enjoy that. So you can catch it there on, on Amazon Prime as well. And we just got accepted to a new station as well, a, a new channel. So, um, you know, our new channel is called Rewarded 
TV. So that will be on there in about a week or so. Okay. So we just got accepted uh, just yesterday. So now we're on two major channels and uh, hopefully we'll be growing more and more. So if you do watch our film, please give us a uh a review on it you know like give us four stars as soon as you watch it at the very end i don't think it lets you do it on the tv app but you can do it on your phone app so go to the very bottom of the page or the left of the middle and uh, you'll be able to review it there give us some you know say some some good words if you liked it you know and and tell us what you think you know because we have the second one coming out today and you have to see this first one in order to grasp the second documentary that's coming right after this one, okay? So, thank you guys, and I really appreciate that uh, for you guys, uh, uh, you know, purchasing it. It's real cheap. It's only like $2.99. You can't beat it. The whole family can watch it. Or if you want to purchase it, it's like $14.99. It's yours, man. You can watch it whenever you want to and show friends and, and you know, just enjoy the film. And, and you know you know what? Everything goes back to ufology uh, that's put into it. So it is a lot of hard work. And we're already planning on the second film. It's called CE3, okay? So please watch the first one, the middle. And then uh, in about, by the end of the year, we should have CE3 ready to rock and roll all right so again today's podcast is uh you know number 84 with mr uh, terry lynch and anibal quinones caballero we have a nice conversation about ufos of course it's a video podcast so we are showing videos right uh but as you're driving down the road i know it's hard to watch a film you know or or, or your, your phone while you're driving you know on this one you can listen to the podcast i am going to put a link to the film, I'm going to put a link to the YouTube channel. Uh, please subscribe. We need about a thousand subscribers, and we'll be able to get that film on YouTube for free for you guys. All right, so we'll be able to get that on there. But we need a thousand subscribers uh, on YouTube. So uh, this podcast is called "The Middle of UFOs," number eighty-four, with Mr. Terry Lynch, uh, myself, and Mr. Anibal Quinones Caballero. So. Without further ado, let's go ahead and get this thing going, and uh, I hope you guys enjoy this uh, podcast. You know, as we talk about UFOs, we're gonna we're gonna talk about the middle. We're gonna talk about a lot of things, you know, especially the way crafts operate in the sky. So, hope you guys enjoy it. Here we go. What I'm gonna do, without further ado, let's go ahead and bring them in. I'm going to. Uh, Bring Mr. Terry Lynch in first. There he is, the man with the plan. And then how we got the master himself here is Mr. Anibal Quinones Caballero. Right. How's it going, fellas? Pretty good. Hey, guys. Hey, Hannibal. Hey, Donald. How's it going, Terry? What's up, brothers? Uh, so <clears throat> I wanted to uh, to introduce everybody here today, you know, because, you know, we're, we we all contributed to uh, the the film, that we, the documentary film that we did called The Middle, right? And uh, I wanted to, to make sure that everybody knows that everybody here that are watching here is it played a big role. And and this uh, in this documentary, especially you, Mr. Johnny Ball, uh, the story was about Mr. Terry Lynch uh, and, you know, people want to see the middle. It's right here. You can see it on ledsfilms.com. And now we just got on Amazon Prime. All right. So uh, oh, yeah. 
if you want to see it there and, it, and it's a it's a little bit less so it's 299 there on amazon prime if you want to check it out you can rent it and it'll give you i think 48 hours with it uh and or you can buy it for like 14.99 and it's yours you know you can download it to your phone download it anywhere and you can watch it at any time but this is the film that that we were all a part of and and where i was happy to bring this information to everyone now <clears throat> on this film you know we we want people to know that it's not your your standard ufology, you know, ancient aliens kind of thing. This has a find up there in uh, in in Paulina Peak, up there in Oregon, where uh, Mister Terry Lynch found right. So um, when he found this, you know, it was it was exciting to me and exciting to him, but at the same time, exciting to Mister Anibal too. So, uh, what do you guys take on on the film so far? But on how how it came out and how it's doing. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Honey, Bob? Oh, my. Oh. Oh, Terry, Terry, go. I go first. All right. Well, I, I, would, I would have to say that the, the, when this whole thing started to, to come to a, a start, I had mentioned this whole plan to Hannibal um, it took it took uh, a little bit of telling him what I was kind of up to and what I wanted to try and learn from him because right. he's you know he's a really good teacher he anybody that gets in his path is going to learn there's, there's no way around that exactly. he uh, he he taught me how to see certain things in the skyline and when I started to learn how to see these things in the skyline immediately I was wanting to find a, a good eagle's point you know a eagle's nest where i could see everything happening right and um i started kind of looking around in the area and i started videoing um uh the face of polina peak and once i started uh, videoing the face of polina peak i started showing these videos to animal and animal right. uh was picking craft out left and right that were going either into the mountain or hanging out in front of the mountain stationary for I had one video that was like an eight, eight to 10 minutes of stationary, a craft right in front of a specific location. Um, so I, I decided I was going to go ahead and uh, try and see if I could find like a trail to that area. I got onto satellite imagery. And when I started looking at the satellite imagery, I found something that was more remarkable than anything I could have ever imagined. You know, um, when I saw what was up on the very top of Polina Peak, uh, my next step was to learn a lot more about geology as well. Uh, that way I could figure out why all of a sudden this thing appeared the way it did. Um, you 
Donald, you had done some research on this yourself, showing where this thing had emerged in uh, like 2011 after uh, what's called mass wasting took place and washed out around the rocks. And it, uh, it showed this big debris field that was up on the top of this volcano that had been covered up 6,000 years ago. Now, whatever this is that's on top of the volcano, it's way older than 6,000 years old. 6,000 years is just when the thing covered up. Right. However, uh, the videos, the videos that I had taken, uh, first off, I, I want to point out that uh, Annabelle is, uh, <clears throat> he's somebody I consider a professor of ufology. He's, he's the guy, he taught me, he taught me, uh, Jody Gordon taught me, and a guy named uh, uh, Tino Gallegos had taught me. Uh, the things that I, you know, the, the, the key, the root, the base of what I needed to know to start learning how to research these things properly. Uh, uh, even Annabelle, Annabelle had uh, really gone out of his way to try and teach me. Um, I don't know how many people he goes this far with, but this was a little gift from Annabelle. Nice. He and sent what are- me night... This is night vision, and this is also uh, infrared. Beautiful. It can it can zoom in. It does. Anyway, um, my my stepson uh, for for Christmas, he made sure I had every battery I'll ever need for it, and all the memory I'll ever need. And this is about to become a tool that's going to go into the field with me, Wonderful. almost every occasion. So, <laughs> thank you very much, Animal. I want to publicly thank you for that, Mister. You you <laughs> made made some serious research happen. So, okay, Anibal, 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 what, 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 <laughs> are, what, are you, what are your thoughts about, you know, when Terry first started bringing these, uh, you know, these images to your attention uh, on what he wasn't seeing and what you were seeing? Well, I mean, how, how did you figure that out or how did it go? <laughs> kind of difficult to say how I figured it out. But um, before, the, before I spoke to uh, Terry, I've been doing a lot of research on UFOs and Thing that you can't see, you know, pretty much the light. Depending on the light, you can see more things, or depending through a filter, pretty much like NASA does. But right. when I saw that, when he showed me those pictures, I couldn't, at the beginning, I couldn't figure it out anything about it. But I thought, right. you know, I thought about it. He kept on telling me, I'm gonna, I, this is gonna go out. We're gonna make something right. out of this. This is amazing. Right. And to be honest, there's a big difference between what Terry showed me before and what I saw in the film. A huge okay. difference. I mean, uh, yeah. perspective, view, you have to see with your eyes to understand. I mean, for me, it was a, it's a heck of a surprise. It was, it's just amazing. Right. But at, and the subject of the UFOs, which goes to the same thing, there's something that's always left behind. It's an energy that they leave. And especially in, uh, on this here, what we're talking about, it show, it, it, show, it had that signature there, so I found I made a couple of tests and found more more than I expected. Let's put it that way. Yeah, and you surprised us with that just today here a couple of hours ago, with that with that information. This is something that we didn't see. Um, I mean, when when we flew the drone over there and we got those we got those images uh, and the video of these these two uh, these two looks like aliens that are back to back sitting back to back on the side of a mountain now these things are like they're they're 38 feet across right they're they're huge it's it's not small measurement 
it's it's not small so it's it's almost like 38 and 38 you know the width and the top so uh it's almost equal but we didn't see the thermal imagery that you were able to catch it's almost thermal in a sense yeah. but you're, you're you're able to catch the electric electronic magnetic fields on on that uh on that image, right? Uh, yep. You know, it's 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 just one of the things, man. That that uh, you know, we're we're trying to figure out, you know, what these things were, you know, and and when you see the film, you know, we we weren't trying to point the direction to where saying, okay, you know, we're full of crap or whatever, but because we're not, no. we're not. Everything no, that no. that you see in everything you see in this film is true and true in nature. So these are everything that you were catching there, the, the images that, that Terry was catching on his cameras, uh, the analyzation that you did on Mr. Anibal on, on those was yeah. incredible enough for me to say, Whoa, wait a minute. People need to see this. Right. So, uh, and that's what, why we put this film out because it just doesn't show you the, uh, the ufology aspect of, Oh, look at that in the sky. Oh, look at that. In the sky. It actually teaches you how to see these crafts. So this is a difference between this this uh, documentary that we made the middle. Uh, it, it teaches you as well. So it's a lot of learning information in there um, for everybody, right? So, <clears throat> I mean, it's just one of those things, you know. I mean, what do you guys think about that, uh, Terry? I think that uh, every chance that we get to teach people um, how to look up and teach them how to see this stuff for themselves and how to teach them to, you know, shut their mouth when they're, talking about somebody else's research the better right. off we're going to be because right. every time every time you have somebody that goes up there and blindly says that's fake right. that sets us back another 10 years every single time and, and that even if it's just with that one individual that put zero effort into the words it's fake versus right. me or mr annabelle or you that's put 10 years or 20 years I'll give you a good example. There's a guy, uh, Jeff Woolwine. He's been doing this for at least 20 years now, at least. And everybody considers it uh, something he's only done for, you know, it's the first time. No, the guy, the guy's put his life into that. Annabelle, he's put his, he's put a lot of effort and a lot of time into making sure people aren't just walking around confused about what they just seen. Okay. He gives you, he gives you kind of an idea and then he'll, set you with other people that have seen exactly what you're talking about. And then now you get to, you get to sit and you're with a group of people that are literally right where you were at. Okay. You, you've learned something. Now you don't feel like you're crazy because now you're in a, you're in a familiar environment with other people that know exactly what that, that you had seen, what you had seen. And as you described this, you're describing it exactly the way they had seen it. Okay. You're not making anything up. If you're making something up, we'll we'll call you out fast. Oh, yeah. You have no idea how fast oh, yeah. you will get called out. If you try and log into one of our groups and you try and start making up this whole thing of, well, it told me that I'm a genie and I need to float on a cloud. And yeah. uh, you, yeah. you see where I'm going? We're, we're, yeah. That's not what we're about. No, we, yeah. we see something that's in the in the sky. We're documenting it. We're, we're right. going through scientific practices. We're, we're having check and a check and a check. And what we're doing is, is, since there are no doctors in this field, you're looking at the people that people usually check with. 
Right. Mr. Annabelle. He's, as far as I'm concerned, he's a professor in this. I personally, I hope that someday they, they, they decide that this is something that's worth a doctoral and I will talk to him. I will talk to him. So will Mr. Annabelle. And so will anybody else that's on top of this. We are, we are the people that they need to come talk to, to even learn it. Okay. So we're, we're the educators and we're going to educate as many people that want to come do this. And we've never charged a single person to get this knowledge. Right. Have you edible? No, nope. I didn't think so. He didn't charge me. As a matter of fact, I've walked away with equipment and I walked away with knowledge and I still right. haven't been charged anything. And, and you know what's, what's crazy about that, too, because when I started doing it, um, I mean, I've always noticed the UFOs and, and the pictures, and I've always zoomed in with my cameras and my phones and, you know, just trying to figure it out. But I never looked at the the uh, analyzations of it, right, the, uh, the, the spectrums of it, right, until jo- when I started talking to Jody first, right, and then she introduced me yeah. to Honeyball, and then that's where it started going. And then check this out. So then Jody sends me this beautiful freaking lens for my nikon camera right it's the the 200 200 millimeter lens right and i was like whoa this is a cool zoom it's an old old uh lens right because i was getting into photography too at the time so you know she put her hands in there said look she grabbed me by the hand here this is where you go this is where you start right uh and annie ball too showing me Trying to figure out how to how the you know you could see these crafts and i would be wrong sometimes he would say no check again no, check again, and and this is where he was like, there it is. And once I found it, and I started seeing the anomalies in these in the spectrums, he showed me. Okay, now you're hitting it. Now you're right on the, on the right. Now you know what you're looking for. So, in other words, what you catch, you know, uh, uh, what Anibal catches, what anybody catches out there, it goes through not just. Anibal, it goes through Terry, it goes through me, it goes through a bunch of people. We all filter mm-hmm. this thing in different ways, and everybody has different ways of filtering. And sometimes we catch different things in these uh, doing it doing it this way, right? So you yeah. know, it's just it's a learning process, and that's what this film has a lot to do with it. You know, um, there was sorry, what? sorry, there there was something that Anibal and I had done about three years ago. Um, him and I sat and we went through every single launch that we could find that had anything to do with NASA, Russia. Uh, you remember this? We went through this and we slowed every single one of them down and we filtered them. And guess what? There's more of their craft in the sky than there are ours. Of course, they're <laughs> they're going past non-stop, man. They, they don't even stop. They go by. They're so busy trying to figure out what the hell we're up to. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure that they're pretty pretty excited to watch that we put this fuel thing in and we push it out the back end and make it go. Right. <laughs> and we get we get all the way up to like oh, almost a thousand. <laughs> so we have. Meanwhile, they're shooting past us like nothing. <laughs> So we have Angelica Stats. Stats, she says hi to Mr. Ani Ball. So I mean, I could see people's messages as they're coming through. So uh, you know, if you guys want to say hi or whatever, you know, I'll, I'll feed you all through as well. But you know, uh, and thank you for for watching the show today. And so what I'm going to do now is let's go ahead and and let's talk, let's talk about this uh, uh, next this viral oh, video yeah. that that came out this week. Ani Ball, have you seen this? Yes, I have. Okay, 
So this one, this one came out uh, a couple of days ago, and it went totally viral. Uh, this UFO, if, as you can see there on the top of that, uh, it's a it's a smoking volcano, man. It's a live volcano, and you, and they somebody caught this uh, craft right over this volcano. And look at the way this craft looks like. You know, uh, it was caught by Carla C uh, G C um, over in uh, I don't know if I can say this right, but uh, Popocatepel. Volcano in Popo, Mexico. Popocatapel. Yeah, Popocatapel in a volcano. That's the name of the volcano there in Mexico. So, uh, you know, when we all saw this, it's a pretty nice image. Uh, what do you think about this, Honeyball? The first thing I looked at, but just looking at the image itself and the way it's actually taken, I, I could pretty much say it is a UFO for sure. There's no doubt about it. But it's, it's right. too impressive. The clarity of it is just amazing. I don't know what kind of camera was used for that one. Right. It looks like it was zoomed in. I mean, because uh, it's a far, kind of far picture when they zoomed in, but the pixels are good, you know, so they might have used like a 24 megapixel or 48. I mean, I don't know what they caught it with, but it zoomed in pretty good. Uh, now, <laughs> look look at the third picture there on the right, uh, the third picture to the right. Yeah. You see the way that looks. I think you see the you know, smoke of the, the part of the volcano coming up. The, the the third one to the right. Uh, it's it's yeah. It almost it almost looks like a bird in flight with the wings back, um, in a sense. Now, when when I look at that when I look at that image, now have you seen the uh, like when you see Egyptian hier- hieroglyphs, right? And you see like the sar- sarcophagus that they put in the in the hieroglyphs. You know, it looks like a sarcophagus. This has the exact same shape of that. You see that? Oh. That certainly has, does. And that's never thought about it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, and kind of brings me kind of to thinking, you know, do the Egyptians, I, they, they know that these uh, pyramids were there for a long freaking time, uh, even before the Egyptians. So to come up with that shape and that the shape of the and put them in sarcophagus you know uh, people you know people that were like uh kings and queens uh these are the the people they mainly put them in um of course they did it to to like uh priests and everything like that but i don't know man it just kind of it, it freaks me out just to see this image of this ufo here uh terry what do you think about this well i am seeing on that third image like you were talking about i am seeing what's called an emff electromagnetic flux field um you, you can tell can by the it. distortion yeah you can i can i can clearly see it around and this on your, the third picture as well it's a distortion this is this is why most craft aren't clear but this one happens to be stationary so it's not throwing out a uh a uh, hydrogen uh bubble around the craft itself so right. now basically what we're getting is we're getting a good clear emff we're directly over the top of its power source which uh, every one of the volcanoes, as far as I'm concerned, uh, every one of the volcanoes is a hive, which is where you'll find um, um, mostly um, your your uh, your zeta. Okay. You know, you're, you know, you got you got your grays, zeta grays that that we we continue to call them a zeta, but I believe that they they're they're in transit between the two locations. They go between Earth and they go between um, Zeta Reticula. Um, right. 
almost every one of these craft that we're that we're running across seem to be having a um, uh, they pull themselves towards the volcano systems that we have around the planet, and we keep seeing uh, craft going in and out of these from the usually from the top end. Right. Um, uh, sometimes we'll get lucky enough to catch one that's like this right here while we're all watching it. And then you'll get to see them go dive directly in between. Um, I think, I think, uh, again, I'd have to be on the craft to be an exact answer. But I think that when a volcano is starting to erupt and we have the bubbling and all the things that are going on, um, we, we're, we're all very well aware of how fast these things move. They can move in a blink of an eye, they're gone. Right. Um, so I think what's happening here is these things are waiting for a bubble like a bubble to come up inside of that volcano. As soon as they see that bubble open up, they're in. They go straight into the top of that volcano through the bubble. And if they That's don't use the bubble, if they're not using that bubble, uh, I think it's the easiest way for them to get in. If they're not using that bubble, then they use what's uh, what Dr. Albert Einstein and uh, Dr. Nathaniel Rosen called the Rosen Bridge. I brought that yeah. up in uh, one of our earlier uh, interviews. Uh, the, uh, the Rosen Bridge... Um, from from what I'm gathering, uh, I've got a friend in this exact location where this volcano is located. Uh, his name is uh, Tipperino Sanchez. Uh, yeah. He's located right in the same location. This might even actually be a mountain he's working on. Um, he has a lot of craft that are going in and out of the volcanoes down there. And um, in the future, uh, the middle and organ ufology and research, as well as... Um, Alien Strand Disclosure Project is going to be working a little closer with Mr. Tiberino Sanchez. Uh, we're trying to tie our, tie our research in closer around the world uh, to all these different locations. We have friends in Australia, right. Africa. We have friends in England. We, you know, like Dave Monday and Isla Wright. We've got friends in Australia, like uh, Chris Hamill. He's a he's a really good uh, ufologist. Um, but that- Let's say let's Sim- let's simple see. things. Anibal, I mean, what what are your thoughts on these uh, crafts that mainly catch over volcanoes? Why? Yeah, I wanted I want to bring a point on on the on the EMF side of it. Okay. The the electric magnetic field. Uh, these craft, I mean, our eyes usually don't don't see much of it. Right. That's a way we can actually see the, that field. But depending on the on the craft itself. They are totally different from each other. They do, they do not show up the same way. You right. know, the way it actually shows up on the whole area. So this, this might have one type of EMF. Like, you know, we'll be checking the photos and see what it looks like. But another craft will be a totally different thing. One will be uh, loaded with a lot of colors. Incredible colors. I mean, it's, it's crazy to see. But then right. the other one might just be black and white. So it all depends on the, tra- on yeah. the craft itself. Gotcha. Uh, Sean says hi from uh, from Phoenix. He's up there in the Navajo Nation. Uh, and then we have Cindy Grigsby watching. She says hello from Portageville. She was a great Navajo guest Nation. as well. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, so, you know, uh, it's it, that and this is what the, the film that we were trying to portray portray as, as well, how a lot of these crafts. Are, are caught over these volcanoes or, or even dormant volcanoes, right? So, uh, and that's what uh, Oregon, up, up there in Oregon, where, or on Lapine over there where Mr. Uh, Mr. Terry Lich lives, that, that, that Paulina, it's not, 
it's not really live. It's kind of dormant. It's been dormant for a while, but there's a lot of activity over that. There's a lot of activity over which side of the mountain you talk about, uh, Mount Shasta. You know, there's an entry point there, you know, uh, where they're catching a lot of crafts out there, uh, you know. And it's just it's just kind of crazy how they're, like Terry says, you know, it's, it's an entry point. It's a possibly entry point that they could be going into and into the earth where they're finding these these crafts. Uh, now, Bob Lazar, he uh, yes. he's 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 credited for for the Area Fifty One S Four. Uh, you know, he was in S Four. I think it's like forty or fifty miles away from Area Fifty One. So it's not S Four was in a different area. Um, the and yeah, so he 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 talks about these crafts and and how they were possibly. He says that he thinks personally that it might be and these things might be ancient. In other words, they dug them out of the ground, right, yes. from somewhere. Yes. And they had this power source that nobody could figure out, not even himself. He wasn't there long enough to for able to figure this out. But my hypothesis in a sense is that okay so these things are going inside volcanoes right and they have to be like deep tunnels or maybe some crevices in there whatever and if they found these nine craft that he's talked about and he says they're all different shapes they didn't all have this you know that uh, sports model like he said shape they all had different shapes and uh yeah. you know it's it uh he just thinks that these things are ancient and, and when i see a ufo or a uap go over these areas you know it kind of reminds me of that what he said that these things are ancient so i mean what are your thoughts about this uh terry real quick my thoughts are um i i believe that a, a large majority of these craft that we're looking at are made of basalt um i i believe that we've got like a basalt and we've got an obsidian uh type setting i agree that they are ancient I don't think that the ones that he was dealing with were made of basalt. He would have been able to figure that out right off the bat. Um, when he when he was working on them, he said it was uh, kind of a cross between a uh, uh, metal and um, kind of a uh, uh, Teflon or uh, uh, what? I, let's see, what was that? It was uh, yeah, I'd have to say like a Teflon or something to that effect. What he what he did though was he was. He was talking about it was something that he wasn't familiar with. Uh, the outer, I would have to say the outer skin of these craft, the way you can do something that's seamless like he's talking about, is you would have to have something that's molded out of like a basalt, molded out of a uh, uh, obsidian. And I, I think that that's, that's why we see black things moving across. And I think that almost all of these uh, spheres that we're seeing that move past us, Right. Are, are made of a basalt and then when you uh if you ever want to see what one of these look like um when they're spent all you'd have to do is go closer to the equator of the world and you see them in places um like costa rica has a whole cache of these things new zealand has a whole cache of these things any place between the 33rd parallels you'll start seeing these round spheres that are right. Yeah, they're 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 all they're they're very well documented. So it's not like I'm I'm making this up. It's and they're made of basalt. They're made of basalt, and they they find that these are about the same age as um, as you know, like 
they're 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 a little older than than the pyramids. They're a little older than uh, than uh, some of the older civilizations, like the Cloud People, Peru. Right. And these these things were they used them as gifts for the other people. As, what are your thoughts? Status. What are your what are your thoughts, Anibal, about the uh, Bob Lazar and you know these things are ancient, possibly. Yeah, you know what? I found that actually pretty interesting because. Uh, when you look at some of the pictures from the 1800s, the few that are out there, and you see some of the crab, the recent crab, and you see the same, almost the same model today and everything. Right. You know, it's like, uh, these are the same ones from the past that are still around, coming around. Right. It, it, it makes me think that way. That I'm not saying that these are the same crab, but the same model is still showing up. Right. From the past. And even from the Which- cage arms and everything which is the 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 saucer shape the saucer shape right yeah right right and and we were thinking like you said like the orbs that come down uh, now they've, i've heard this before and i and i think that theory is true it's like just like we send our drones everywhere else you know i've talked about it on my podcast before i think that these orbs that come down off these ships these mother ships or these smaller ships they're just drones they're just kind of checking out the area seeing uh what's what's out there do some malfunction and hit the ground I think so. I yep. think that's what they found. I think that's what they found in Brazil. Now, you know, there's been so many sightings in Mexico, man. I mean, so many in South America and Brazil. It seems like these two are the super, super hot spots. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, Brazil has that big anomaly right off the coastline. Right. Uh, it's a gravitational anomaly. So they would they would probably end up with some of the better sightings in the whole world right there in brazil i would have to i would have to say that brazil uh also there there was one story of uh uh where the military was chasing something around and uh it was going through a village this it was a gray and uh one of the one of the guys in the village touched this thing and when he touched it it ended up uh like a shock kind of thing went through him and this guy ended up dying of massive infections uh, wow. Just from touching a gray, just from touching the gray. Really? So, well, yeah, there's a there's a law against that. <laughs> yeah, I, think there, that. I there think there is. There is. <laughs> there is. You're not supposed to come in contact or even close to an extraterrestrial because of the biological uh, effects or whatever the pathogens that right. they might have. And that's what they. Is. That's why there is a law. There is an actual law against if you see an extraterrestrial, do not touch it. Do not get near it. Uh, you can get in a lot of trouble, but you know, who's going to, it's just like, I don't know, man. It, I, I see these crafts, right? When I buy one and of these, <laughs> <laughs> but there, there's, when I see one of these crafts then we know it's real to all three of us or, or off all, all eight or 10 of us, we know it's real. And then you see that one person, man, that's fake. That's, that's a CGI. You know, that's, that's fake, you know? And, this is what I think in my mind. Now, even if a even if a craft were to come down and land right at your feet, and you were sitting there videotaping the whole thing, and you say, "Man, that's a craft! That's a craft right there! Check it out!" You know, you're excited, you're shaking, yada yada yada. You put it on on the internet. People are gonna say, "Man, that's CGI. That's fake." Every you know, time. And, Every time, right? <laughs> and it could be real as hell, you know. But what what we do is we analyze these things to make sure that what we're saying, we're not full of crap, you know. We're not. We're not. Uh, do we get one wrong? Maybe. Yeah, man. We we're yeah, human. Yeah, sure. 
we're going to get one or two wrong. Yeah, not every, uh, not everything is real. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we got a lot of people talking right now on our on our feed right now, talking about the EMFs. Uh, Angela's still talking about the EMFs. Uh, she says oh, yeah. they're, re- they're really big on that one. It's got a smooth shape. Go ahead, Aniba. You have a point, my man. You know, uh, uh, when we say we analyze uh, the things that we look for, uh, UFOs, uh, UAPs, or whatever they want to call them, they have a signature. Right. Man-made stars, planets, Venus, everything will not show the same uh, EMF that they show on. And that's every time. It doesn't fail. It always has the EMF. It doesn't have the EMF. electromagnetic magnetic field. We know it's not, it could be something else. Like sometimes right. it's, oh, it's, it's, it's a jet or it's a plane. But the planes or jet, man-made stuff cannot, well, I guess some could, cannot produce an electric magnetic field that covers the whole area. Right, a strong one. They'll they'll get one. It might be about real thin, but when you see right. one on a craft, it's going to be about that. You'll see the craft, right? And you'll, it'll be about that thick around it. You know, that's how you know. It's just like uh, Terry says on the the movie The Middle. You know, he says birds and and birds and bugs don't give off an EMF. You know what I mean? No, so, and, and then when we talk about that, you know, it's like. What what you're seeing when when you see this movie, the middle, it's on Amazon Prime. When you see this, it's gonna show you crap that is going by real quick. Some of it's gonna look like a bug, it's gonna look like a bird. But this is one frame out of a ten frames in one second. So this is what you're seeing. Uh, you're you're seeing that one at a one tenth of a second, and then it's gone. That's how you know it's, it's a craft. If it's a bird, you'll see it in the whole one second. You know, or yeah, all the way across. Yeah. All the way it across. looked like it came and it vanished just like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. Right. So that's how we know on that. Now, we're Tino talking Gallegos about. Tino has a lot of that. Tino oh, Gallegos has days of footage of this. And this he, is just in his backyard. That's just his you know, backyard. His crafts, have you seen his crafts? They, they have a very triangular shape. A lot of the crafts that he catches, they're very slim lining, very triangular. Uh, one of them that we we shot on the that we posted on the movie, it almost looks like the it's it's got like a flat and it's got a, a piece on top where it's it looks like three three jets kind of moving in one section. Yeah, you had one that looked like it was almost right out of Star Trek. Yeah, it yeah. does. It that one, just like that it. is my favorite of all craft. That's my favorite of all craft I've ever seen on video. Right there. Right. So I, I'm I, went, show this. I went through a long conversation with a guy named uh, John Edmonds on it. Yes. And John Edmonds had never seen anything like it. Out of all the things Mr. John Edmonds had seen, that was never one of them. I just wanted to add that in. Speaking <laughs> of John, uh, speaking of John, he's, he's, uh, he passed away. Uh, uh, and Mr. John Edmonds was supposed to be on our documentary. He was excited to be on, on the documentary when we started shooting it last year. Uh, right before we were going to go out there, he passed away. So he wasn't able to to get on the middle, but he was super excited. He owned a yeah. Stardust Ranch, correct? So, yeah, uh, and, and, he, and, and he's the one that he had, he interacted with gray aliens, small grays. So, he, he um, physically fought them. Yes, he did. So, and man, we would, it would have been nice to have him on the documentary, but unfortunately, this this happened to him. But he's we did put it in memory of him at the very end of the film. So, if you do see his picture, this is the guy that's on there, and he should have been on our film, but unfortunately, you know, he passed. But I'm going to bring this next video up, and I want you guys to check it out. I've showed it to Mr. Anibal before, um, and this is going to have a different kind of feel to this craft. Okay, let's check this out. 
Oh, hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Yeah. You can see the EMF around that thing from a long ways around it. That's got a huge... Look at the way it's it's shooting off some... It's like tumbling. And it's it's actually floating in the air, but it's it's doing these... Yeah, it's tumbling. See that? Yeah, that's a really, really unique... Uh... Very unusual. I've never I can't seen tell it's shape. Keep on changing shape. Oh, here we it. go. Here we go. Here we go. Doesn't that look like the the what they call the Black Knight or Dark Knight satellite? Right there in that set, that scene. Look at that. And it's it. It kind of does. It kind of looks like the Dark Knight satellite. This thing is, and it's just floating midair, falling, but it's not. Where is this? Where is this location? I don't know the exact location, but I did. I did. Uh, I did grab this from Mr. Joe King, and and he took it off of another guy that shared it on YouTube or something like that. Uh, but the guy actually has this kind of footage right here of this craft. Um, I don't know how to explain this. I don't know how to explain this. Uh, it kind of looks like it's like Anibal said, like it's changing shape. Uh, it is. You can it, see it the power like, right there. Yeah. And yeah, I can't hey. tell if it's, I mean, it looks like it's alive. In I other words, it's not your saucer type. It's not your saucer no, type of no. shape. Uh, it's yeah, not, not your, your, your <laughs> tic-tac. There you go. It's biological. It's biological. And I think that's it's what biological. I go towards biological too. Yeah. Yeah. I think I that uh, doctor, doctor, uh, what's his name? Uh, Greer. Um, Greer. Doctor Greer. Yeah. Doctor. Uh, he's Greer. the one that talked about Stephen Greer. Yeah, he talked about these these crabs being alive, uh, that they were biological. Um, I mean, what are your thoughts on these kind of crafts? Well, <laughs> my opinion, they're biological, the way they move, you know, even though it's, it's, it's changing shapes, they got some something live about them. 
you know, I don't know. It's hard to explain, you know, in words for me to say it. Right. With the way I see it. Were you able to break this down into the uh, the, the the spectrum yet? This video? Ah, uh, no, I did not. Okay. I I, I didn't want to touch it because I mean it looked too, too perfect for me. I could. Right. Well, I'd, I'd like to see what you get out of it. You know what I mean? Uh, I'll send it to you again so you can check it out, and then uh, that way you can at least get us some spectrum because you can almost see the EMF around this thing. Uh, oh yeah. I, I'm pretty sure it's going to be way loaded. Oh, yeah. It'll be loaded. Um, it's just, this is just a crazy looking craft, man. Uh, the way it was, the way it was acting. Look at this. Okay. I, I, uh, I want everybody to think for a moment about the things that are running down through Dinosaur National Monument in Utah up on the Big Wall Canyon. Uh, they've got several different uh, paintings of different size and different types of uh, what looks like large, large people, small people, very small people. Um, there was a point there that you had this turn and it looked a lot like one of the beings that they would have had on that uh, wall, which, which, by the way, I, I also believe that that's a. Uh, that whole canyon was painted out by the Fremont, uh, showing that they were tied to the uh, Anunnaki. Um, so I, I, I believe that there's a lot of uh, of uh, the Indian wall paintings and petroglyphs that you'll see on the wall that uh, will indicate things that, like what we're looking at right here. And they'll, uh, nine out of ten times when you see something like this, if you see the hands, you see their hands are kind of up on the sides of the thing, or the hands are down. That yeah. indicates up is that, that that this was something that was living, and down indicates that something had passed away. And anything that you see painted on those walls, um, as you're looking at that wall, <laughs> generally indicates what's happening on the other side of that wall. Um, or, right. in that case, at the end of this canyon. Um I think that I think that uh, what we're looking at right here is something that the Fremont may have painted. I got one point I want to bring up on that too. Now that I think about it, you know, it's bugging in the back of my head. But I actually saw a video of something similar to this before, but it was not in the okay. air. It was actually floating in the ground. It was in Central America. One of the I don't know if it was Guatemala or Brazil, but they had it in the video captured by uh, you know uh, my security camera. And this thing was floating pretty much like this, but it was floating on on the street, just going to one direction. Just well, Ahmed, uh, I remember seeing that. <laughs> yes. uh, Ahmed, Ahmed, Ahmed James, number 22, he says it kind of looks like the one that was caught uh, on video in Quebec. So it's a possibility that this might be what, what this is. Um, he says it looks like a shape-shifting. Uh, Angela says it's a conscious craft. You know, um, it's just crazy how these different kind of uh, vehicles, you know, air vehicles are up, up there, you know, just kind of uh, watching, right, in a sense. Um, I, I don't know, man. That one always, when I when I first saw it, it was just, uh, it just blew me away. I, I couldn't, I couldn't figure it out. You know what I mean? I've, 
I've never seen anything like that. So that's why I sent it to the master, Mr. Anibal. First, I said, dude, check this out. You have to see this. And he was like, what the? <laughs> but, you know, it, it was. It, yeah. Yeah. It's, so uh, I have another video here that I want to show you guys. This was cut. Uh, it's an old, you've probably seen it before in the 90s or, or I mean, early 2000s. We still had the flip phones. So these guys are working up here in Mexico on top of a mountain. And one guy turns around and he sees this craft hanging hanging there just for a split second. And he, he's able to pop his flip phone open. I guess I don't know what it was, a razor or whatever. And he started recording real quick. So here it is. William. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. William. That's a good one. I remember that. Look at that. Oh. You see that? That, yeah, yeah, a pretty good broadside. It's gonna, it's gonna William. So he's, he's, he's got the drill in his hand. It twists and it turns and it takes off. It's amazing. That's a perfect tic tac right there. But it looks saucerish, man, uh, to me. Yeah. Uh, that's, kind of looks uh, a tic, a, I'd have to say the Tic Tac and the Saucer, they're basically it's the same craft. A Tic Tac, you know what a Tic Tac is? It's a saucer that stopped. <laughs> oh, okay. I got you. I got you. I got you. Now, now check, check out the end of the video. Look at the end. <laughs> Look at the end of the video, and you'll see it. What? It looks like a just throw fr quick flip. Bam. Perfect. There it goes. Boom. It turned Which up part? on end on him. Yeah, it turned up on end. Yeah, yeah that so is that uh, is a saucer, by the way. <laughs> I bought this. Is. Yeah. Let's see if I can edit that again. So, bam! It, it it turns. It turns just for that that second of it. Uh, Stop. Right there. Okay. Now yeah, you see it, it turned up sideways. That's yeah. So that right there, it just tells me what what Terry talks about that when these craft are going this way or they tilt this way, you know, they're going in a direction of of uh, you know where the tilt is. Right? Is that what you were saying, Terry? Direction of tilt, correct? Yeah, that's exactly okay. right. Which when they mean, when they tilt a specific way, they're pushing the opposite. So you got the craft going okay, this now way. You see this way, right. and you got the power source coming off the bottom. And you can see it. You see the power source at the bottom? Yep. That little dot, uh, black dot right there, almost close to the center. Yep, that would be... What do you think about that? What do you think about that, Ani Boff? All I can say, all I can say about this, I mean, it's more than super lucky to get that shot, because that's how fast they move. And I, we don't know how long that right. UFO was there, but... It's just amazing that he ended to capture this. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, uh, when I, I saw this a few years ago, maybe about four or five years ago, and then it, it pops up every once in a while in my feed. So I just wanted people to kind of check this out uh, and just to see for yourselves, you know, of, of what we're looking at. Uh, this one was, it was just great that he was able to catch it at that one second. Uh, so... <clears throat> We're going to talk about right now uh, a little bit of, we're going to see a little bit of Anibal's work. Um, 
I, I hear an echo or something. Uh, so there's just a video of, of Anibal that he grabbed off of NASA. So when we show this video, I want you just to kind of take a look at it. And then what we're going to do is we're going to break it down. We're, we're going to show the uh, Anibal's uh, uh, analysis on it. And that way you can see these things for yourself. Here we go. Oh, look at that craft. Yeah, you can see it at the very end. Now, now, yeah. what, what caught your attention here, Anibal, on, on the video, uh, just to just to do an analyzation on it? Well, to, to me, I, I figure if I could see one, there'd possibly be more than one because they move so fast. So I figured that I want to test it. I want to test this video. I want to look at it in slow motion and, and see what else I can see in that video. Right. So, and this is what we're gonna we're gonna I'm gonna show you the next one uh, that breaks it down into the uh, into the uh, analyzation. So here we go. There it is at the very end. Of the round. That's that that? Is. Yep. Oh yeah. Right there at the edge of that, that look, the heat deflector. Heat shield. And then it, right there it is, right there. And so there it is at the very, it kind of just shows up and it stops at the it's very right. end of that. Uh, yeah. It stops yeah, and then it just disappears. Right so, uh, and this is the kind of work that Anibal does. He breaks these videos down to, so that way we can see the spectrum on, on all these uh Things that you can't see with the naked eye sometimes. This one, you, you kind of saw it a little bit, but not as well as you do when you break it down in this analyzation. Uh, so that's this is a great job you did. Thank you. Uh, this reminds me so much of all the time you and I spent. Yeah, so, you know, the, these... Solar week. <laughs> <laughs> we did. Every movement. <laughs> nice. <laughs> So we got uh, we the got the, the men in black conspiracy guys. They're on, they're <laughs> uh, we got men in black black conspiracy. They're saying hi, good job, keep on rocking the free world. We're doing a good job here today. Uh, you know, it just um, we have one more video to show. I'm gonna show one more, and then we'll. I want to get you you guys thoughts of this. And this one just popped out uh, maybe about two weeks ago. This hap this craft popped out in Brazil. Uh, I guess somebody was looking out their window and they were able to to grab this craft at night. Now, it looks like somebody uh, changed the colors on it a little bit so we could see it a little bit better. Uh, so they kind of put a little bit of, of blue in there. So let's uh, and it wasn't me. So I don't know who did it. But here we go. I would have done it. <laughs> me too. So this is that blinking light right over the city of Brazil. It looks like there's two crafts in Brazil. That actually looks like two separate craft. It does. There, or there's something that's moving the length of this, the one on the bottom, but it almost looks like there's two craft here, one above the other one. And the secondary one 
is on top moving from one side to the other. That's what I'm gathering. Did, did a little he mention, bit to the left of, of, of the blinking light. Uh, did he mention, was this taken from, uh, behind the glass or anything, or was he outside? You know. I, I can't tell, but I can, I can tell by the noise in the background that they're like cleaning or doing something. So that might be behind right. the glass. Uh, but and it might be the ref now if it's, if it's reflecting on the other side of the glass, whatever it is, is blinking like that. I don't think it's a flare because it doesn't go straight oh, no, down. No, no, it no. kind of goes in an angle. Yeah. Uh, no, it's, it's like you have, you can see also look at the timing. Oh, play, it's always a weird timing. Yeah, right. So the timing on that's right. right. The timing is right for not right. <laughs> I'm gonna play yeah, again. Exactly. See right there, you got two. Hold right there for a second. Did you see that it's you like, had it's two? Like, it, for a second there, it had two separate what looked like uh, centers to it. And it kind of looks like a lens flare, too. Now, if there's if there's a glass in between whoever videotaping, that might be a lens flare, uh, Terry. It might be on the on the top left of it, of that graph right there. So the let, let me, let's the, play it some The more. rectangle. Yeah. I believe that's part of the yeah. craft. Because it seems either part or a secondary craft above it. That could be one large or craft. Or by following the craft. Yeah. There's could that. You, could you let it play a little more? Because I have to check in it right now myself. See if I can see a little more. You want to keep on playing it? Yeah, please. I hear police in the background. Yeah. All right, thank you. Yeah, there. I'm going to play one more time. So there it is, blinking. The, the nucleus is separate. On the, you can see there's a separate nucleus on each side of that light. That's where, exactly what I thought from the very beginning. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm I'm stopping it as we go. Oh, so maybe we can grab a pause on it just to see. The light is going across, actually across. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually, I, I can't, I can't wait to see what, uh, what, what he's got to show me after this one here, Annabel. When you, yeah. when you get a sack, I'd like to actually, after we're done, I want to see more on this one. Sure. Okay. So, I mean, uh, uh, 
you can kind of see like there's something blinking on the left. It kind of looks like a reflection in a sense. I don't know. That might, if there's a glass on there, that might be a reflection. But what we need to do is, if I mean, I'll send it to you and or whoever, and then we can uh, check the timing of that flash and then the object on the left because it kind of looks like it's got two different timings on it. So uh, yeah, and if it does, then we know that. It, 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 yeah. I'll be able to see it clearly exactly you, what it is. What what part of Brazil right. is this? Do you, do you have an idea? What it's, city big, that is? it's one of the big cities in Brazil. I mean, I it's probably one of the main ones. I'm, I can't remember off the bat, okay. but uh, okay. I know I I wrote it down somewhere, but I, I forgot exactly. Those, those names are hard to pronounce too sometimes. <laughs> yeah, close closer to the well, they speak Portuguese. They don't speak Spanish. So All right. All right. <laughs> anyway, they're probably closer to the probably closer to the ocean. You should have seen me trying to have a conversation with some of my friends that I have in Brazil, the only way we could do it is on Facebook. I mean, we have to type. Yeah. It's the only oh. way we can talk. Yeah, gonna, We try and talk to it, each it other on the phone, forget it. I, I have so many friends. <laughs> One, I have at least two friends in every country of this planet, you know? Nice. And, and those two friends in each country are ufologists. So <laughs> nice. that's just the way it goes. That's, that's what happened, right? I mean... It's this is our circle. World connection. World connection. So I'm going to We're going to talk about this last subject and then we'll close out. Uh, All right. So there was this ancient city right here that was found uh, in uh, in Guatemala here recently. Uh, right. They use LIDAR. Uh, in the deep forestry, in other words, this, this thing's all covered with forest, so you can't really see it from the sky or anything. So what LIDAR did was it broke up the light and was able to tell what was underneath all that forestry. Now, there is mountains and stuff, like dirt on top of it uh, as well. Um, so they think that this is a this was a city about 2,000 years ago, possibly, uh, within the Mayans. Uh, this is a city on the outskirts where the other Mayan temples are at, uh, the, the pyramids. So it might have been a smaller city, like a metropolis kind of place to where maybe three, four, five thousand people were at. Uh, because there's if you can look at the picture that's kind of in color there uh, of the LIDAR, you can see like a, a hole where it looks like a, a water, a watering hole. And then it has other little buildings next to it, you know, to where it looks like it was a city of some sort. Um and of course, if you look there to the left, it, it, all the way to the left, you can kind of look at the way it's the lighter broke the. It's in, they're square. They're perfectly square. So that's how we know that that was a, some sort of a pyramid or, or whatever. But until they come uncover this, we'll know exactly what it is. They still haven't named this city uh, because it was a it was a recent find. Uh, and like a little week. As soon as they. Uh, Probably take twenty years or so, you know, maybe to, to get it all cleared out. What do you think about this animal? Well, I'll tell you, the, the, the thing about late, uh, light, lidar, is that light, lidar, lidar, mm-hmm. lidar, or lidar, it, it's amazing. It, it's, just, it's almost like there was no trees, no jungle, no nothing. It's like it strips everything out, and it's just you can see all the different formations out of it. I mean, I wish I had that in my pocket. I'd be finding more pictures than, than this, but. It's just amazing to me the way it works. Oh, uh, do somebody have a speaker on or something? Because I can hear myself. You have a the speaker or sound? Not me. Okay. <laughs> uh, hi. Um, uh, I'm probably hearing myself in my headphones. Um, so, uh, 
My wife doesn't even talk to me. I look, I see UFOs, so my wife don't even talk to me. <laughs> what do you think about this, Terry? I think that um, I think that at some point here, uh, Alien Strange Disclosure Project is going to have to make a, a sabbatical to this location or a location very similar to it. Um, at some point here, I want to get my hands on lidar. Um, I would like to go to these locations again. I have a friend in this location that's doing uh, this exact work, uh, Tiberino Sanchez. Uh, he's a friend of mine. He's a friend of yours, and uh, he's he produces this. This is the type of thing that he finds. He finds ancient Mayan pyramid structures and cities, and then what he'll do is how he finds them without using the lidar. If he'll look off in the distance and he'll film craft that are going into the earth, he'll go out to the location where he sees the craft going into the earth, and he finds this same type of structure. At some point, I want to go to one of these places, and I know you do too as well. And when we do, we're going to research these in a way that they've never been researched before. We're going to research the sky. We're not going to look at the buildings. We're going to look at what's going into the buildings. So Angela, uh, Angelia, Angelia, Angela, Angela uh, she says, I, I was in Guatemala on a pyramid when I disappeared for 30 minutes. So, you know, you, you know how they found we need, a lot We need of, to talk to her. We need to talk yeah, to her. You know how they, they found like uh, mercury in one of the, the, the main pyramids there in Mexico? Elementary, yep. yes. Yes, they found a bunch of mercury in there. So, I mean, I don't know if that has anything to do with like you know just things that happen like that you know if it's got some kind of power source energy source uh that makes weird things happen right uh these things are just we i don't think we've we can ever we haven't figured it out yet you know what these why the pyramids have shaped you know what was a if, were these things a power source of some sort? We're we're kind of getting the hypothesis really close. I think it's about eighty percent or so that it's a possibility that these things were a power of some sort. Oh yeah, they, I, I I firmly believe that the location of them again, uh, almost every single one of these structures are within the thirty third parallels of the Earth, all the way to point zero, um, yeah. on both sides of it. And as the Earth rotates, it creates a static electricity between the clouds and all the things that we have, the hydrogen, as the earth is turning, right. it's making it's making right. things electrified. And I think that what we're doing is, is we found an ancient power source, we found ancient craft, and I think that as long as the earth turns, those structures continue to power everything that we're seeing in the sky. As long as we have a 733 mile an hour rotation on this planet, um, when when the poles shift, they have to make a shift with it, and they'll be they'll be the ones that survive this crap more than us, uh, right. because they're geared towards it. They've they've probably even been here longer than us, and most likely we're the brainchild of them. So when it when it comes down to it, like every time we end up with a massive disease that takes over the whole world, I think that's just trying to narrow our numbers down. I think they're just trying to make us a little more manageable. So anytime you see a comet go by, think of that as a great big shot in the arm to, to whatever we might call God. And that shot just happens to be passing by our planet. And we catch a little bit of dust 
we end up getting a, whatever disease there is that might want to be coming off of it. Seeding, I guess, is what we'd like to call it. Seeding. Anyway, I think that we, we as a people, um, are a major project of something, and I think that uh, if we continue to be jerks to one another. We're not going to be here much longer because exactly. it makes it shows that we're not real easy to deal with. And if we learn how to be better people to one another, I think that's when we're going to end up having a big opening where we can have diplomatic uh, talks with these things that are in our skyline. And you got to know that it's arrogant to think that white, black, and Mexican are the only thing in the world. Chinese, you know what I mean? Right. There's right. that that. We, we, we are rare. We are rare. We're, we're humans. And anything else? Well, that's watching us, and they probably put us here to kind of see what we would do and see if we're worth saving. So, Honey ball? You know. What are you- I was going to say, this makes me think of something else also, actually. This is newly discovered. Right? It makes me wonder how many more civilizations are out there that we, we have no idea they're out there. Exactly. I mean, exactly. with so much misinformation, of so much misinformation of what's going on with all this, and I mean, they keep on finding more and more and more. I mean, it could be deeper. We don't know if there's another civilization under it. Yep. You know that Galepi uh, Tepe that, that you know they they found that thing was old, super old, you know, and and there was a civilization here. They're finding things that were deep, deep in the earth. Uh, that these people were sort of like advanced as us, you know, or even more. Uh, and then they just got wiped out or they left. Well, think, think about, think about this for a second, right at the point where these, these people were being wiped out, they were doing, they were doing, uh, a lot of killing of other people around the planet. They were taking people's heads off. They were, uh, taking out the hearts of people and they're standing at the top of this shrine trying to give, whatever's in the sky uh at this point most of the time it was to the sun but whatever was in the sky to them they were pulling the heart out of their their neighboring village people and they were they were giving a sacrifice to this so for the for these people to have just disappeared or to become extinct um it it kind of makes sense that that they managed to anger everybody around them by trying to, to to give blood blood offerings to to these things that are going into the volcanoes into the skies, so whether it was the local people around them that made them disappear, or it was the things from the sky that made them disappear, or the big simple answer, the Spaniards. That, that could have been what what made them go too. Bingo. Okay, so. Go ahead, Back to the whole thing. The knowledge that that got erased or buried or whatever, how they get uh, stones that, you know, 30 or 40, 40 tons to stack them on top of each other. And we, all that knowledge is gone. And I right. wonder why all of a sudden, and all, you know, in the pyramids, Redu, Mexico, how, how is it that nobody can figure that out? We still can't. I mean, we use our biggest hydraulic. Did you see a video I shared? The biggest hydraulic machine that they had a forklift trying to lift one of those. Uh, I don't know how many hundreds of tons it was. Couldn't lift it. Couldn't lift it. And there was hundreds of thousands of these in the in the pyramid of, of Egypt. You know, quantum um, levitation. <laughs> exactly, man. You know, quantum levitation. 
they knew something we didn't and they still know and we don't <laughs> you know because if we did we'd figure this stuff out and get, get it up there you and, imagine things would build <laughs> yeah exactly so if you guys have any last uh things you want to say before we close out here I want to thank Alien Strand Podcast. I want to thank Alien Strand, uh, the whole family of it. Uh, there's there's a whole bunch of stuff that's happened here that uh, required some believing, believe it or not, of the both of you guys. Um, uh, both of you guys required required a bunch of evidence on my part to get you to actually listen to what I was saying. And both of you listened. Both of you listened. And both of you taught me a lot of stuff. Hannibal... I, there's no education in a college system that can compete to what you've shown me. There's Thanks. nothing. There is nothing. Uh, Donald, man, you believed in me and you came out and you made a movie that is, I can't believe you made what you made with the equipment that you made it with. Uh, actually, actually, Amazon can't believe that you did it with the equipment you did it with. <laughs> because you made, you made one hell of a production with cameras that that are i don't even think they, if they had seen what it was they wouldn't even looked at you exactly but you did it man you sure as hell did it you made one great movie and we've already got the second one on on the way it's already on that's the way right. the second one that's right and i'm I hoping i'm hoping that we've got three more exactly <laughs> after that well guess guess who's going to be on number on the on the second one i hope mr keon is mr keon is going to be on that one thank you <laughs> yeah, he needs, he needs to be a big part of this. He was—he's my professor. He's my teacher. Any final thoughts there, Miss Anibal? I was just going to say, you know, uh, this was brought up before, but in any group or in any weather album, somebody takes our time to post a video of something they capture. Don't jump to conclusion and criticize and use fake. You know, without knowing, not even giving an explanation, just just saying it's fake. Especially when the people take so much time to show what they have out there. You know, exactly. give, give, give it a thought before you actually put a negative comment to it. Exactly. Yeah, because we're all administrators of these groups. And if you're ugly or disrespectful, bye bye. We take you out real quick. Sure. So, yeah, because we don't put up with that. You're looking you know, at the sheriff. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I, I let people talk sometimes on my, on Alien Strand a little bit. But once they start getting a little disrespectful to each other, I take them out because, you know, it's just, it's not what it's about, man. It's about us communicating, talking about whether you believe it or you don't. It, it doesn't matter. Just have an open conversation, you know, about it. A nice conversation without, you know, throwing the, the F bombs and all that stuff at each other because that's not what. Apologies about you. Apologies the community, and if you want to be part of that community, you, know, you have to stick together as one. You know what I mean? As a community, and that's why that's why these groups are there because we are a community uh, to share this information and to give it to everybody, hey man, for free. You know, we're we're giving all this information for free, so that way you can be more knowledgeable of what you're seeing in the sky. So next time somebody sees something in the sky or they show you a picture of it, everybody out there and. and in our show right now, you could say, "Hey, man, I know how to break that down. I can do this now because they showed me how to do it this way by watching it in Anibal's group, or Gary's group, or Don's group. You know, and this is what we're about to show you. And if you got go ahead, one more comment. Uh, I want to uh, thank all the people that, that that have been involved with this, all of it, with this program here. 
but also members, friends of ours that, that talk to us, show us a video, share, share with us what they have. And, you know, let them know that we're trying to get the word out. We haven't stopped. That's our mission, to get the word out. Exactly. Exactly. Well, all right, guys. Well, thank you for being on today's show. I mean, uh, we have uh, Angelica Angel- on there. We have uh, Ahmed. You know, we have Cindy. We have a bunch of people. We had a, you know, a few people watching us today, you know, and it's growing. This, this channel's growing. So if you guys can, if you know anybody, you know, subscribe or anything that if you like this, this, uh, this podcast, man, that's because that's what it is. But thank you guys anyway for, for being on today's show. Uh, we we love the knowledge in the middle, man. We're watching the middle there on Amazon Prime. Uh, yeah, $22.99. cheap. You know, your whole family can see you. Know, yeah, I'm a buck to the You know, so. But anybody, thank you, brother. Uh, we'll go to the next one. And uh, if we have another one like this, we'll throw you guys back on there. And then uh, we, we can get Jonathan on today. But if you next time, we'll have him on, uh, on the show. But we'll, uh, thank you, Anibal. And thank you, Mr. Lynch. Thanks for having us. Take care, Terry. Welcome, welcome to the middle. <laughs> and, and everybody, stay tuned to Alien Strand Podcast. All right, guys. We had a little audio problems there towards the end. I don't know if uh, one of their uh, speakers was on or something on their end, uh, but we sometimes we have a little feedback problems. That's why, you know, on radio or even on TV or, or uh, podcasts, they, they wear the headphones because... Uh, Sometimes when you have a speaker there and, it's, and it's, you your microphone's picking it up, you end up getting this feedback. But uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast uh, today. You know, we had a lot to talk about. We, we broke down some videos. Uh, I know you couldn't see it because you're just listening to it, but I am going to put a link to our YouTube page uh, where the video is on of, of this podcast that you heard with Mr. Terry Lynch and Mr. Anibal Quinones Caballero. So, uh, you know, I thought it was very important to bring this out, you know, because every time somebody talks about, you know, crafts or, you know, a different person talks, you know, they have different knowledge, you know, sometimes. And, and these are things that people need to hear as well. You know, everybody has a voice. Everybody has a voice. And I feel that, you know, when a different uh, person comes on our show or, you know, it's you're getting their knowledge as well. So, um, you know, within the near future, we're going to try to fix these little uh, uh, echo problems. But uh, it was still a great podcast, man. So thank you guys for sticking around. You know, it was just it was a great one today. You know, uh, number 84. We're already there, man. Uh, you know, it's, we're next next time we're going to be on number 85. So remember to catch Alien Strand on 26, 27 platforms. You can even ask Alexa and she'll play it for you. Uh, you know, we're on Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, look for Alien Strand. Uh, anything that you like on there, share with your friends. Remember, catch the middle on Amazon Prime. Uh, and, you know, that is on there. We'll put the link on for that movie as well um, on the end of this podcast. So that way you can look through those uh, little notes that you can see on this podcast and you'll be able to click the link. It'll take you right to the movie uh, and you could check it out for yourself. It's not very long, just about an hour and 17 minutes, not long at all, but it gives you a load of information of a brand new find. We're also on rewarded.tv. We'll be on there in about a week or so. So be, if you have that channel on your Roku or whatever, Look for it there. You know, it's called The Middle. Uh, and we're like I said, we're getting ready for to start filming part two to that. You have to see part one in order to understand part two. But 
Other than that, glad you guys enjoyed today's podcast. Uh, Catch us on all these major platforms, right? But until then, guys, have yourselves a good day. Have yourselves a good evening. And have yourselves a good night. Executives, Coastal Band, and Corpus Christi, Texas. And you're listening to the Alien Strand Podcast with Donald Ledesma. Buying or selling, visit me at kellygreenrealtor.com or visit me on my Facebook page, Kelly Green Realtor. See you there. Claire Crawford with the Elite Boxing Club from Corpus Christi, Texas. And you're listening to the Alien Strand broadcast with Donna Ledesma, the best alien podcast out there on this side of the Milky Way. My next fight is February 18th at the American Bank Center from Corpus Christi, Texas. And you can find me on social media at Travis C underscore 361 on Instagram. Keep your gloves up and radios up, and I'll see you there.